Welcome along in everybody to the Red Card Radio News episode. We hope this is the one-stop shop, the one place you need to come for news in and relating to the English Premier League and uh, other things that we find interesting that we want to talk about and they don't really fit in anywhere else. Um, my name is James. I support Arsenal. That's Brad over over there. He supports Chelsea and Dabla. That's Sean. He supports Tottenham Hotspurs. Uh, we are uh, We are at the end of the footballing season. So we're a little, maybe a little short on news. I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll find something to talk about today. <laughs> um, <laughs> what was that chuckle for, Brad? Always, we, somehow we always find things to talk about, sir. Uh, yeah. Well, speaking of, of something to talk about, you, uh, you sent me a, a text message earlier today that claimed that Chelsea was going to make two hundred and eighty million euros in sale, like in player sales this summer. Uh, do you care to do you care to defend that claim now on the Red Card oh. Radio news episode? We're, we're starting there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Was, we're, was we're starting with Chelsea. Okay. I forgot um, to put it on the rundown, so I kind of threw a curveball there. Yeah, you nail you nail me right in the face with that curveball. Yeah, oh, it's happens. there now. I, I I missed it. I missed it. I see it's on the rundown. I, I legit. It's on me. I I just typed it. That was me. Oh. Just, just oh. did it. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Cool. Cool, docs. <laughs> Love it. Um, all right, so let's do this. So, all right. Um, so I, a, a little, a little, a little context, because obviously, if you have been following the, oh, the Premier League, uh, Chelsea I finished twelfth, and they've got about forty-five players on their first-team squad, um, and they're about and to go bankrupt if they don't sell players or something like that. Something like that, right? Not bankrupt. <laughs> we got money. We just can't spend the money anymore. But um, um, and well, we haven't said the big news. We kind of buried the headline here. Oh, did we? Um, Pochettino is officially the oh. Chelsea manager as of July first. <laughs> Wait, he, he's not even coming in until technically until July first. Uh, technically, because of, of how his contract is with PSG, oh. he can't start until July first. He's kind of like. But he's there. He's already making decisions. He's already doing things. He might not be at the club, but he's in London. Like, yeah, cut him. Yeah, sell him. Yeah, I don't want him. It's kind of like you guys could. He's still technically a PSG employee. And so like when his contract ends with PSG, he's still getting paid by PSG. Um, so they, they didn't give him like a, uh, a lump sum, but they just kind of put him they on like a furlough him. essentially or something like that. Yep interesting very right okay so pochettino's july 1st congratulations that was the least uh best that was terribly kept secret uh everybody knows happening ever yeah yeah um and now pochettino is making decisions um jao felix has been sent home <laughs> uh we are not purchasing jao felix his loan ended <laughs> yeah yeah like, like it wasn't he wasn't sent packing. His loan was up. So he yeah. went back to this club that loaned him. <laughs> yes, Brad. There was lots of lots and lots and lots and lots of talk of Chelsea trying to make it permanent because Aleti no longer want Jao Felix. They just want too much money for him. Okay. Well, here I have, I have a question for you. Were, were those legitimate rumors or were those uh, just, is that just his agent? They were tier one, tier two sources. Yes. For, for Chelsea. I I guess my my only point there. about that is like like that that to me is it just screams of like just agent propaganda, um and athletic propaganda per well, se. Also, we love like not we love 
Todd loves Jorge Mendez. Jorge Mendez and him are buddies. Yeah, they, got, um, they got to cut that out. <laughs> That'll come back. The agent be, being friends with agents is what gets you a seventy-two million pound Nicola Pepe. Yeah, um, well, that's what got you a Jao Felix loan. Um, I think that was part of the deal. Hey, oh, yeah. I'll help get the Enzo over the line, and then but I need you to take my boy for a little bit. Um, yeah, I remember, and also, I remember seeing but, that. Yeah, um, he's also helping us buy a club in Portugal, apparently too. I like hate that. Knows. I, I absolutely uh, hate that. I hate the idea of a club of buying another club. I think that's terrible. But but go through this list. So like, there's a bunch. Okay, of, so there's a bunch of players. List. There's a bunch of players that that apparently Chelsea need to sell. I'm starting from the bottom. The two loans ended. Zachariah, we did not. We had a purchase option in his loan. Um, we did not exercise it. Um, Jao Felix ended his loan. Loftus Cheek. They have on here. Um, and this is. I think I said it was Daily Mail. Yeah, it was Daily Mail that posted this. Um, with what we're looking to get back, Loftus Cheek, we're trying to get twenty five mil out of AC Milan. I don't, I don't, I don't see. I see maybe half that. Yeah, it seems it seems like a lot. It seems a lot, right? Um, I this Chaloba, uh, I disagree with twenty five mil. I think that's a lot more. Um, I think I think much closer to forty. Hold on, um, but are you actually selling him to Inter? Like, like so it here has listed oh, oh, sorry, it has Inter. to Inter. Yeah, I I think, let's say Inter probably has registered interest in him. I don't know. Um, yeah, these are the clubs that have probably been like, is he well, English? these are the clubs where they would go. Yes, he is. He's a academy graduate, um, English baller. So you could he could claim like a homegrown spot on Correct. a Premier League. I think he would go for he's, more if he stayed in England. And he's five... He's been playing in the Prem for like three years too, like with Chelsea. Like, okay, cool. Last year doesn't really count, right? But like, Chelsea have been a great squad while he's been there. Um, so I think forty mil as a defender, as Chaloba is a lot more valuable. Um, Gallagher at forty mil is probably right. I think that's too high for him. Forget English tax. Yeah, I still think that's too high for him. Um, I'd actually kind of like to keep Gallagher. I like his hustle, like his pressing, like he will like, I mean, the rest of the players will catch up with his hustle. If what I've, what I've read about Potch is correct. And that like our boys are going to run this summer. That's what they going to do. <laughs> uh, uh, Mason Mount, 75 mil, a um, couple of clubs involved there. I think that's probably right. I think the quote is like 80 is what we're telling people, but I think they settle for 75. All right. So let me ask you this, Sean. Would you take Mason Mount for seventy-five million pounds at, at Tottenham? Absolutely not. I think that's way too much for him. Yeah. I think I you're absolutely think, crazy. I don't think you're getting seventy out of him, dude. Oh, the, Chelsea's so, player of the year for two seasons in a row. Okay, but he's been riddled by injuries over the last year and a half. And he's had voted on by his teammates. Like as just both because he's a good players, teammates. Oh, sorry. Just teammates, he's a good teammate in a good locker room, dude, doesn't mean he's a good footballer. Yeah, I think it's a you, terrible take you can't, on that. You can't, but okay. you can't look, you can't look at your club and say Mason Mount's our best player two years, the last two years in a row. Two of the last three years, yes. It's not, you know, it's not Silva. It's not, you know, there's a handful of. Who? It's not Reese. Tiago Silva is what he said. Oh, Tiago won it this year. 
it's it's not Reese. Like over the past three years, like Reese you know can't be healthy like, enough for that. You, this you, has been Mason Mount. I don't think you can look at your club and just say, "Oh yeah, it's it's Mason Mount's the best player." And if if you do look at your your roster and you say Mason Mount's our best player, that's a problem. <laughs> like that's with how much money you invest into the roster and Mason Mount's your best player, that's a problem. I think you're absolutely crazy. I think Tottenham would take him in a second at 75 million. Okay, so that's that's the question. Like, would you take him? Yes, but at 75 million, that's like you're yes. getting to like Caicedo, Caicedo territory right there. And I think Caicedo probably has a, a, a higher ceiling than Mason Mount does um, in terms of versatility, like the positions he can play, the 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 like like play, even just being a central midfielder. I think Caicedo is probably more of like because like your your Mason Mount's like an attacking midfielder. Like that's he's an eight ten winger. That's kind of like a dying Forward. breed. Like, like that's not he. So, so I guess what I'm saying is like in the attacking, if he's you, more of an eight than a ten. Is he though? I think so. You think he's more box to box? I'm not sure. I agree yes. with that personally, but I don't think he's got the you, defensive profile to be a great box to box midfielder. He's he's an eight. He says. So Brand using you. that, you with your own eyeballs watch Tottenham play and say he is better than. Hoiberg and yes. Bentinker. Yes. With I'm not sure he's better than Bentinker. Yes. You want to talk to me about Skip? I got you. I can hear that <laughs> argument. You want to talk to me about Sar? Uh, you got me. I'll hear that argument. He's not better than Hoiberg. <laughs> You're it's definitely not better than Bentinker. He's just You're not. psychotic. Okay. Oh, we'll um, see. That being said, we can argue Mason Mount for a, yep. for a while. Yep, let's keep the going. Rest of, the rest of the list is probably pretty accurate. Like just uh, scanning up it, I think it's pretty close. A Kovacic is not thirty five million. How old is Kovacic? Twenty nine. Twenty nine, and yeah, like seven UCL finals. Yeah, he's worth thirty five mil. I don't know. I don't. Um, think, I don't think you're getting that much for him. He's been injured. He is Oba. To the yeah, MLS, I am here for this. I want Oba at Charlotte FC. Um, yeah, I would get. I would probably, get Oba jersey. You're, you're getting. A, you're getting a free on that. Probably. Um, well, the problem is with Oba is that his his wages are just too too high, and so like nobody's willing to to pay what like Oba wants to be paid and a transfer fee on top of that. Um, the fact didn't you guys you guys paid a transfer fee to Barcelona for him right? Like twelve, yeah. yeah. You can think that, that. I don't think it was a lot, though. Criminal. Yeah. Apparently, it's this yeah. this this thing that you sent us says twelve million euros. Oh yeah, yep, 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 yep. That's criminal. Which of everything isn't a lot. Let's be real. Um, Mindy twenty five. It's probably accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, a, he would be a high end goalkeeper in Italy. That is a good purchase for Inter. <laughs> yeah, or Nice, yeah. back to back or, or, yeah, to he, uh, back to France. Yeah, that's where yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's a, that, yep. Mindy yeah. is a high end goalkeeper in other leagues. But that he is only where. comes to Inter if we if somebody buys uh, Inter's goalie Onana. But, yeah. but you, you, how much how much is he going to cost? Oh, we make 280 mil. Then we Gucci, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I, you can say that. I don't know. Uh, apparently, uh. We almost have our first, well, our third signing, second signing. Who? I don't know how we want to word this. Um, coming in, Ugarte. Who is Ugarte, this? Ugarte, uh, Sporting's 
Uh, oh, he's like a fullback. Center isn't mid. Oh, he's, you know, he's okay. a CDM. CDM. Gusto is coming in from Leon, but that's kind of like a long because we bought him in January. Uh, and Cuckoo comes in. Those are our first, technically, two new signings. Um, and then third, Ugarte. Uh, yeah. Ziak, he can go for less than 15 mil. I don't care. He can leave. Uh, 25 mil for yeah. Lusik seems criminal, um, but that's probably what we'll end up getting from him. I, I think most of it's profit, though. Uh, most of these sales is profit. So Mount is straight profit. Gallagher is straight profit. Shaloba is straight profit. Loftus Cheek is straight profit. Um, I just I don't see a I don't see a world that Pulisic fetches twenty five abroad. Yeah, agreed. agreed. I, and I especially I, I especially with with Juve's with Juve's luck with Weston McKinney, I do not think they are going to be eager to spend twenty five million on another American. And unfortunately, like I don't know how much they read into the nationality of the player, but I they might have a slightly bad taste in their mouth from not getting what I they don't know. thought they would. Weston, Weston, I think, played fairly well for Juventus. Did a really Um, good job there. I think that, like, for the year and a half he was there, two years, two and a half years, however long Weston was at Juventus, um, I think that I think that they would probably be pretty pretty pleased with what they got out of him. He's he's Uh, coming back. What do you mean? He's still there. Yes, technically, he's a Juventus player, but I don't think that that lasts long term. Maybe he does. Man, I don't know. Um, I guess the question is, can they get somebody to pay thirty million for him? I don't well, know if they will. It, I mean, and maybe you'll get a little bit more out of him if you bring in Pulisic for the 25 mil. I think the um, the idea of Pulisic to Napoli would be just if they use if they lose that very long, very long last name that begins with a K, because they play the same. They both play the same <laughs> position. So, um, uh, if they, I think that would be assuming they lose him in the summer. Uh, Juventus is currently leading the race. That's what. ESPN and all the other sources have said it's 20 mil. I don't think this list is crazy off. I think it's probably maybe five, 10 mil off either plus or minus. Um, and if we do, if then it, fantastic. That's a great summer of clear out. You you need a positive, you need a profit this summer. So if you, right, if, so, you so, get, if you get back 250 million and spend a hundred of it on a, on a new player, I think you're happy with $150 million positive net spend summer after last year. Yeah. 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 Especially it's only, it's by amortization, that would be um, a 230 million pound profit. I'm sorry. 100 million over five years it would be 20 million a year. But um, I mean, we have like straight profit in terms of books. Um, Esplacuete has been here long enough. He, whatever money we get is profit. Uh, Hudson Adoy profit ten mil. Ooh, that seems low, but okay. Um, Mount Gallagher Chiloba Loftus Cheek straight profit. So we have over between them. That's even at these one seventy five million, one eighty with Aspie. So, like. You're claiming like you're, you're, you're what you're arguing is like a third, uh, two thirds of those sales would just be pure profit. Yeah, because so they're academy. Almost, almost all of this is riding on the 75 million for Mason Mount that I am not entirely well, sure. Well, you take out the 75 happens. mil for Mason Mount, take out the 75 mil for Mason Mount, and it's still 105. So like, we're fine. FFP is fine. 
I, I don't I think Chaloba is low. So let's say uh we're 15 mil off on Mountain, it's 60 mil, right? Um Chaloba, we're probably 15 mil off too, and that's 40. But I want Arsenal to spend 60 million on Mason Mount. Apparently you do. I think I'd still rather have Rice and Caicedo. Um I think I think you'd rather have like I think you'd rather why, have Odegaard. Why would why would Arsenal who want to keep ESR pay seventy million dollars for Mason Mount to back up? Yeah, to back up ESR. I mean, they have they have Odegaard and and ESR. Like, if they're going to keep ESR, there's no point for them to get Mason Mount. They play the same position. Agreed. I agree with you. But if they're rumored, but it it might help with the last ditch uh, Rice pitch to keep him from going from Bayern. If 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 it takes. Mason Mount. If it takes Mason Mount to come to the club for for Declan Rice to want to come as well, then Declan Rice can enjoy Germany. Like, <laughs> like I don't need you at my squad if you need your best friend on the team. What what I would really need, if that was the situation, I would need Shaka to stay at the club for another year to just beat that out of him. Um, because that that ain't gonna play. That ain't gonna play. We don't need that. And if that's if that's um, Rice's mentality, then I don't need him at my squad in my club. Um, boys, we. We missed the Tottenham news. Oh, yeah. Ooh. We did have some Tottenham news this week um, that was reported uh, by high level. Yeah. Um, high this, level. Uh, this is a big uh, one, too, I think. Respected sources, almost, uh, that we were turned down by a director of football um, that was out of out of Germany. I, I can't remember specifically which club he was with. Um, turned down by him because, uh, in his words, the role was not very defined well when he met with the <laughs> club. And I read that headline and thought, if that's not the most Tottenham thing I've ever heard. I didn't want the director of football at, at Tottenham role because I didn't know what I was going to do on a day-to-day basis. Oh, that's too funny. Wow. <laughs> that's too funny. Bold. Um, why am I not surprised by that? Why am I not surprised? I don't think... I don't think any of us said that that was like the most least shocking news we've heard from yeah, Tottenham. That's the, the most non-news news. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, yeah. So there we go. That's how our, um, that's how our head coach, our manager uh, position is, is going right now. So, so I was going to say this. So, so which one, which is Daniel Levy. So does he hire the manager than the director? Probably. <laughs> I mean, he needs to hire a manager. Like that's obviously the the one A is manager in my opinion coach. Um, I mean, if he had planned this better, he would have already hired a director of football. I think he I think he really feels screwed that with this Paratici situation. I think he was really really in on Paratici and felt comfortable there. And then when the wheels came off that bus, it really really threw him for a loop. Um, so he's just he's suspended for a year, right? You. I don't. I don't. I think it's eight, Eighteen months, maybe. Okay. Um, yeah, something like that. It's so, a while. So is maybe is is maybe Levy's idea like maybe that's why it wasn't very well defined because his idea is when he's off suspension, he's just going to bring him back. Maybe I'm, I'm not maybe. sure. Like, he's just leaving the the role vacant because Paratici is going to come back into that role. I would I mean, have, if, if if that was if that was that. the situation, I would want some really uh, clear. Um, commitments from Paratici that, that that's something that he is even interested in because in two years he I mean he 
And Paratici's not like, like his first love is probably football, but he could get a job in other sectors, right? So like I would imagine there's nothing stopping Paratici from just like going and getting a job for another corporation as a director of something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he knows football, but like I'm sure that those skill sets transfer. They are transferable to other to other yeah. disciplines. Um Yeah, I knew I knew this uh this manager search was going absolutely to end in disaster when it was reported that uh, I guess Arne Slut 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 um, I just didn't want to oversimplify it and just say slot because uh, I'm sure that's not <laughs> it. But, um, I knew I knew this was going to end in disaster when that fell apart because he wanted control of the roster and Levy wouldn't give it to him. And I was like, "Who? What manager wants to come here and play for this guy after they've seen how he treated Jose and he, seen how he he treated Conte?" And then you tell a manager, "Yeah, we'd like you, or." We'd like you to come manage our club. Okay, well, I'd like to stay over the players. No. Okay, go away then. Like, yeah. I've seen what you've done to your, to the people. He needs. He's he's obviously looking for the more modern, like European model. Like, he doesn't want a manager, like, kind of dictating what's going on. Um, he needs to get a yes man. The perfect yes man for him is Graham Potter. Uh, that is actually happening. Yeah, I saw. I saw there's interest. Yeah, I saw there's interest as well. I don't know. I think Graham Potter. I think Graham Potter could be a good a good hiring. I other. I think other managers out there that have the the chops to take over Tottenham. I think Brendan Rodgers is a legitimate legitimate option. Um, Graham Potter uh, and you've been high on Raf Hassanhudel in the past, um, so I think that that he's an option. He's available. Um, I don't know if right. he's. I, I think I would rather take Potter or or Brendan Roger over Hassanudel, but I uh, liked Potter for a while until they got to Chelsea and said out loud, "We we don't have a style. We change our style every week." Oh, okay. Well, you need a base style, buddy. We like you need to start somewhere. Like maybe definitely make adjustments, but like we can't just be running sixteen different formations in a season. It, like pick something that is your base like this is our style of football we will make adjustments based on what is put in front of us i don't expect him to be conte rigid uh no no substitutions before the 78th minute like <laughs> i don't want the same i don't want the same predictable football that i got from jose and conte i don't need that but dude just trotting out trotting out five straight different lineups with different formations is, clearly didn't work at chelsea True. Well, yeah, but also like at Brighton, he had he didn't tinker that much. Um, he also didn't have thirty five players. Like, hold on, yeah. I have the sky. Did I send you guys the Sky Sports like lineup without? Um, no, I sent the wrong group. Um, the Sky Sports I, squad depth for Chelsea this year. I, I, I will uh, like stall so you can find that, but uh, <laughs> so. But yeah, there is something to be said, Brad, that that Chelsea did Chelsea does have enough players and he was fresh enough into the role that he he did need to find what he wanted to do. So there is something to be said for that where he's just playing around with things until he finds a combination he likes, then that probably would would have been the base. So 
Uh, he does not have that problem at Tottenham, I can assure you. <laughs> all right, all right. From uh, from January, um, and this is everybody healthy, right? So there's some people in here that probably wouldn't be. But uh, center forward, Kai Havertz, uh, Oba, Broja, Datro Fofana. Uh, left wing, Sterling, Pulisic, Mudrik. Attacking midfielder, Mason Mount, Chukwamanka. I'd argue Jao Felix fits there more than at right wing. Uh, Ziek Maduk at right wing. Uh, central midfielder and DMs. I'm going to loop them all together because I don't think Conte is a DM either. Uh, Kovacic, uh, Enzo, Loftus-Cheek, Gallagher, Conte, Zachariah. Uh, left back, Ben Chilwell, uh, Cucurella, Lewis Hall. Center backs, Koulibaly, Badishio, Thiago Silva, Chaloba, Wesley Fofana. Right back, Reese James, Cesar Spilicueta. Goalkeeper, only two options, Kepa and Mendy. Um, 8, 9, 10, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 22, 23, 24, 30 players. That's a lot. It's a lot of people. So, like, I wouldn't judge Graham on his time at Chelsea. He did what he could. Um, we will. We will. Uh, th- that was a longer conversation than I anticipated it being. Um, but we will. We will definitely over the next couple weeks and months be def- talking about transfers and things like that. Um, quick mention for you: uh, the FA Cup. Uh, we've got uh, Manchester United and Manchester City. It's the first Manchester derby in the FA Cup final. Um, that Ooh. takes place on Saturday, if I'm not mistaken, either Saturday or Sunday. Um, but it's this weekend coming up. So City are going for part two of their treble push. Of course, they still have the Champions League final coming up as well. So should uh, Manchester City win that, they will be two for three on their on their treble hunt. If Manchester United win it, that would be two for two for them for domestic cups. Uh, so that would be a domestic cup double for Manchester United this year, which is would would be quite a feat for them as well. Um, uh, so who do you guys who do you guys have in that final? Who are you, who are you guys taking? Uh, oh gosh, do I want a city treble? I hate United. So yeah, I want a city treble. Okay, so what's the score? Three nil city. Oh my goodness. That's a big one, Sean. Yeah, I think that's I think that's close to right. Three one city. Okay. Um, I am gonna take one to one, and I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take City four to three on penalties. Wow. I think I think this game is much right. tighter. I think this game is much tighter than you guys think. I don't think I don't think City blow them away. It's a rivalry game. Yeah. I mean the the second the first time they played early in the season, um, City annihilated United. But the second time they played, it was much much closer. Um, and so I think that that I think that United will be much more of a sterner test. This uh, it'd be much more reminiscent of the Old Trafford game, is what I'm trying to say. Um, quick note on F1: we had the Monaco Grand Prix. Uh, it was boring until it was chaotic. Um, and, <laughs> and oh it was boy. boring again. Oh boy. Did it get crazy at the end? Uh, even so around lap 54, 
53, maybe around like lap 49, they started mentioning some rain uh, in certain sectors. And by by lap 55, it was just like, it seemed like it was a torrential downpour. Um, and so uh, there was all the, all, a lot of the teams were, were coming in to swap onto intermediate tires and then they all swapped onto wet tires. Uh, it was, uh, it was a absolutely crazy uh, last or like 10 or 15 laps in the middle there with when it was raining really heavily um, towards the end. Uh, Fernando Alonso ultimately finished second behind Max Verstappen. Max Verstappen uh, led the entire Grand Prix, essentially. Um, he did. And so uh, Fernando had a two-lap stretch where he pitted once on like 54 or 55 and he put inter- he put mediums on uh when everyone else was putting intermediate w- wet tires on and had he put the intermediate tires on at that point or the wet tires on at that point um he might have gotten he might have co- come out of the pit in front of max and then it would have been very difficult for max to pass him because it's monaco uh so a little bit of uh frustration for aston martin in that regard um but it finished Max Verstappen first, uh, Fernando Alonso second, Esteban Ocon um, finishes third, podium for him. That's uh, quite the weekend. Lewis Hamilton is is uh, fourth, and George Russell right at the top five. Am I, am I remembering right? He is with Ocon is with Alpine. Williams. Alpine. 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 Um, and so they had actually a, a, a great weekend. He qualified. I think he qualified third. Um, so like he fin- he started on the grid third, uh, and then I think it. Pierre Gasly was fourth or maybe it was one of the Ferraris. I don't remember. Um, uh, it wait, was no, one of the Ocon Ferraris. Was technically fourth. Leclerc was third, but got a three yeah. place penalty because he blocked uh, Lando. Yeah. So Leclerc was Leclerc was started sixth. Um, I was. I tried. To, I started at the end of the night, and um, the uh, director. The, producing director um was not having any of it of, of red car radio she wasn't having a lick of it so i had to turn it off but um, <laughs> um where where was where was um did you watch qualifying at all perez no where, where was yeah where, where was perez perez started uh he had uh he in, crashed in qual in, in, Q, in q1 in P2, he crashed q2 ah gotcha he, he finished start 15th no, he, Perez started 20th. He crashed in Q1. The bet. What's the bet? On where he started? Yeah. He, I don't, I don't he, may, he, he may have He may have started 20th because he could have he crashed in, P, in P2 and then had to replace something. That I, don't, I don't think. I'm fairly certain that he crashed out in Q1. Shit, he did. Yeah. I thought, was, I thought it was two. I thought it was 15th. But I said, oh, he's going to get 15th out of this. Yeah, because you thought he was going to work his way up to fifteenth, um, and he was yeah. doing well. Um, he pitted on the first lap. So he came. He came out Six on mediums. Times. Came out on mediums. Put a hards on on lap two, um, and was going to take that to the end. But then he just had. Did, he had a dude, terrible race. I, he he ran I saw into that people. Strategy. I thought that was unique. He, I think he. I think he ran into Hulkenberg at some point. Like he was all. I mean, not as bad as Lance Stroll was. Lance Stroll was just. Didn't <laughs> Stroll work competing for who was the worst? Um. That was, but, a, that was um, a very smart strategy from them um, to if he's going to be in the back, let's get him on a second tire early yep. and let's uh, let's just let him ride. Yeah. We also haven't talked about the um, biggest part of Monaco, uh, Max on mediums for 55 laps. Yeah, yeah, we were going to talk about that. What? Yeah, so Pirelli, Pirelli rated wow. the mediums at 
anywhere between I think like 31 and 36 laps or something like that. Um, I mean, he obviously Max benefited from the fact that he didn't have to race anyone. Um, Hold on. He also had 12 seconds between him and um, Alonzo. At I mean, the highest, it, it was like between nine and twelve seconds. Well, he lost some time before he before he, yeah. he was losing time. Alonso was Al- Alonso was gaining time on him as as his as his mediums were degrading and Alonso's hards were were sustaining better. Um, but yeah, take nothing away from Max. Fifty five laps on the mediums before having to switch to the uh, to the wet tires is impressive. Um, yeah, they caught but, it over the radio that Fernando went to the um, mediums. And then, and and you hear Max like enters, enters. That's all I need. The enters, yeah. Gets him on and just, yeah. The next and then lap, maybe the car for the rest of the race because it was twenty four seconds. Like that decision by Aston Martin cost them the race, which, which is really strange because they put Lance Stroll on intermediates laps before that. They put Lance on intermediates, you think, to kind of like test them to get an idea for how they were performing yeah. comparatively. And then for Alonzo to get mediums on or it hards was, or whatever it was, it was mediums. He was on hards. Yeah. Like it's just a, it was a strange pit stop. Um, so uh, update on the uh, on the constructors. Um, so Mercedes is now only one point behind Aston Martin for second. Um so that's that that's big. Um, Aston Martin kind of keeps pace. I didn't I, these numbers in the rundown aren't correct because I didn't update them. But Aston Martin keeps pace as best they can with with Red Bull. But Red Bull is um, is is moving up. Um, so, but there you go. Uh, and then uh, I would say Perez is uh, Perez's shot at the at the drivers' championship is basically over i think um he needed to not have a zero because I, I i'm not it's sure that I'm, zero, I'm not sure there's going to be a race is that a second zero did he not finish in one of the races yeah he, he, he uh was it saudi arabia did he i don't know they've been they've been no no, no he's got it. yeah one two he finished fifth in australia okay all right, all right. that was where he that's where he would yep they've been one two almost every race yeah Four so. races, yeah. If they're one, two, one more time, that ties the record for Red Bull in a single season of having drivers finish one, two. Interesting. Um, and this is oh, la- this geez. is what seventh race. Yeah. Ebola was canceled, so it's like race week seven. All right. Well, uh, I think I think Barcelona's coming up next. It should be this weekend. So qualifying, practice qualifying, and then race on uh, on Sunday. This will be a more interesting race because of the the teams, a lot of teams are bringing more upgrade packages. Um, Mercedes's upgrade package is apparently really big, and we'll get a really good look at it at Barcelona. I think um, Aston Martin Ferrari. may may have an upgrade package at Barcelona as well, and Ferrari I think is bringing some stuff. Red Bull Ferrari also saved did, their package. Red Bull did a little bit. Yeah, it was weird that that Mercedes unveiled it at Monaco, but I think they just needed they they need as much data as they can get um, in condition. So. Uh, but that should be a good one. Um, that's all we got for the news. Um, red card. This is and this is it for Red Card Radio this week. This is our last episode, last release. Um, we will have something next week. We're not entirely sure what that something is yet, but there will be something at least one uh, episode release. So in order to to be alerted to that, you definitely need to ring the sub notification bell if you're on YouTube. Um, 
And that way you will always be alerted. Make sure your notifications are turned on if you're on the podcast sites and things like that. Um, hit us up uh, on Twitter. Up top, that's at KSBradG. Down below, it's at Whiteheart underscore Sean. I'm at James Tiffany. And you can reach us at Redcard underscore radio. Um, and enjoy some, uh, got a little bit of football this weekend, uh, F1 this weekend, I'm sure, but baseball. Watch some baseball. Let us know about it in the comments. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk to you guys and see you guys next week. Have a good one.